Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Survivor After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Survivor After Show. Hey guys, this is the Survivor After Show, brought to you by AfterBuzz TV. We are talking about Episode 8, Skin of My Teeth. I am your host, Justin Walter, with my amazing co-host, the one and only... Ryan Allen Carrillo, people. How you doing? Great. And uh, unfortunately, again, this week, Jerry is missing. She's still on Redemption Island fighting to get back in the game. She will be back next week. Uh, she's so annoying. She's down in, I think, Miami. She's is working, she? working, working hard. Yeah. I don't speak to her outside of the show. <laughs> uh, there's been a lot of... I saw on Twitter, a lot of people have been saying, Jerry, where are you? Where are you? And she is working down I don't think South. I follow her on Twitter. Well, maybe you two should... Uh, maybe we should. Yeah, remember, because time wounds all heels. <laughs> <laughs> so Which people on YouTube hashtag that because they thought it was funny. So yes, but uh, an got, another amazing episode of Survivor. Yes, it was great. It was the big merge episode. Survi- it's weird not watching the episode with you. Is it? Yeah. What do you miss about it? Well, because we like scream at the TV yeah. like sports fans. It's I know. Like, so we were doing the show obviously today on Thursday, the day right. after. Usually we watch the show together here at the AfterBuzz Studios. Right. So I'm there screaming by myself. You know I, I mean? was watching and screaming by myself, too. It's annoying. I, I felt annoyed, and I was at home in my buff, though, you know. You're so embarrassing. Sitting on the couch. You're just so embarrassing. <laughs> but, yeah, it is. It's, it's so much fun watching with you and Jerry every week. It's obvious. It's one of the highlights of my week, and uh, it was a bummer not watching with you guys That's last very night. Sad. Yeah. But, again, it's Jerry's fault. Jerry's fault. We were going to blame Jerry. <laughs> Although I do love the no traffic of Thursday. Yeah, so there's a lot of traffic in L.A., and coming on Wednesday nights, we literally drive an hour and a half to get here to, to do this for everybody yeah, and that's ourselves. Why sometimes we're in a bad Mood. <laughs> All right, let's move on. So, big merge episode. Um, we we started off going back to camp, and last week was when Laura B got voted off, and Vita stayed. And we get the night vision breakdown of what happened at Tribal Council, and the biggest part for me was Tina talking to the group, saying loyalty, trust, and Vita saying, "I am with you, girls. I am with you guys to the end. This is our our final five. We'll do and, and all that sort of thing." And Tina playing classic Survivor, but I think this is a big misstep for Tina. Her Huge. first her first misstep of the season, and it's the one that's going to cost her the entire. It's going to cost her the entire game. She said to Monica Culpepper, "You know, Monica." I value loyalty. I value honesty. You know, I think when we get down with our group and our loved ones and we reunite with Aris, we should put Monica as number five. Monica should take the fifth spot and move her up a spot instead of Jervis. 
You hear dead air. Yeah. What? That was... Well, Tina, well, I just, I just, we love you. That was one of the stupidest things you could ever tell someone that they're fifth in line towards the end. I, it just, it, I tried to wrap my brain around it, but like, I don't know why you would ever even say rankings or numbers ever. And at that point, if I was modern, I'd be like, well, just let's just give us the whole order right now. Yeah. Who's one? Th- where are you? And then where's Kate? Like, where is everybody well, obviously, on the ranking? If you know, if Tina's saying you're number five, obviously Tina and Katie are number one. Correct. And w- okay, where does that put other people? I mean, it's just it's it's why it, does make sense? After twenty, you tell Katie that twenty. How many twenty seven seasons of Survivor? I cannot believe Tina would make a mistake like that. Right. That's she a huge has played huge such a good game up to this point. But when you tell someone you are fifth in line when everybody's there to win. That gives Monica the perfect argument to go against you. Right. And hence the entire episode, the entire game has changed because of that one. <laughs> that, that, I think that was a that huge, was the catalyst. huge catalyst for, I mean, Monica's game. Monica, in just watching Monica this whole season, we've had people from One World come on. We've had a lot of people. Monica is playing this game to win. She's playing not for second, not for third, not to just get to the merch. Monica's playing the game to win. Right. And it was it was huge. Right, and then so then we get Laura B going to Redemption Island, and everybody you know thought well, bless Laura B. <laughs> she I she grew on me. I mean, I like her too. Actually, yeah. I mean, she she's probably like hysterical and like funny, but like just ble- I just wanted to bless her. I just I don't know the whole time you just like feel sorry for her. For you some do, reason. and I think what I like about her is because she's so uncomfortable like herself. Yes. That's you like her because she's so vulnerable, but you just want her to to like. I don't know. Feel Succeed in and, and kind of. I think what we didn't get to see a lot of her throughout the season, but the moments we did get was her personal story of being that uncomfortable farm girl, and right. this is going out of her comfort zone and and living mm-hmm. in Rupert's shadow. Rupert is a huge, whether you like him or not, and a huge iconic classic Survivor contestant. Right. What happens on these shows too when they bring back returning castmates? That there is this. I don't know. It's almost like the veterans versus the rookies mm-hmm. on um, Real World, World, World Challenge. Rules. But it's even worse because even the rookies have been on the yeah. show before, so they still have that respect. Like, they don't respect anyone on the cast until the season's over with. Yeah. Then, okay, you've gotten your badge of honor and everything yeah. else. And so, like, you just see, like, the comeback rookie players just like they're all like so clicky and yeah. so whatever with each other and just sort of careless with other people because you know some of them you know also just think they're pseudo celebrities <laughs> and everything else and they have wait survivors aren't celebrities they <laughs> they have that ego that goes with it all and so it just it comes across yeah. on the show and i think laura b was the brunt of that especially when she was the only one on the tribe mm-hmm. for a while and so she just kind of got the beat down. and she contrasts them so they have maybe that kind of aura about them but she right. didn't have that because it was this new experience she was in love the whole new aspect of the experience and the adventure and and they're just like that's so yesterday's news she, like, yeah they've on. been there done that you right. know so she she joins john and she joins laura m and they are shocked that vetus doesn't show up right and they they just both kept saying we thought vetus would come and then laura b which again i will say again and so did you last week mm-hmm. one of the dumbest moves dumbest so moves, far those girls they should not have kept vetus so you know they're just shocked that vetus is there not there and, you know, Laura's just sitting there with, like, her hands, her head in her hands and just kind of like, I can't believe what happened. You know, what happened? So then we get to the next morning where they get tree mail that the, the, the they're going to have the final Redemption Island challenge. So Correct. one person is going back in the game. So Laura M, Laura B, and he's been on there how many times? Can we also not have two people with the same yeah, name? Yeah, that's on the a show? Hard. I mean, 
Because it's like, I even like my B, which one's B, which one's M. I agree. Casting note, never cast people with the same name so we have to use their last initial. Right. Or like use their first name and middle name. So it's like not this B and M. And by the way, there's never been a Justin on Survivor. Just pointing that out after 27 seasons. I can't do it. The first. Has it been a Ryan? Yes. There's been um, Survivor um, Ryan O. He was in the season with Andrew Savage and all those people. So yes, um, cool. Back to this one. So they they walk up and it's a classic Survivor challenge. Whoever can hold on to the pole the longest. Which, so, if you're a guy and you see that, you know you're finished. That's that's what it's. You know, I wish it's designed for a girl. It's designed to go for a girl. Every time we see the challenge where you have to hang on to a pole, the girls win. It's usually right. the smallest girl because you know you have this tall pole. And there's spots for your feet, ridges for your feet, but they're so small, they look probably like half an inch right. where you have to get your toes and feet in there, and you have to hold your whole body weight. So See, a I'm guy, six, I'm 6'5", six my feet would touch the ground if I was at the you top. You would not even have a chance. Right, and so you'd have so much room at the <laughs> I top. would win the challenge! <laughs> <laughs> so but I would win because... I have a figure skating background, so I have oh. no nerves in my feet. So I could go all day long. So there you go. So you have everybody at the top bear hugging with their arms, and then their feet, their toes, their like big toe are on the edge, you know, as long as they can. And then, you know, first we, Laura B slips right away. Laura B, yes, yeah, see, it's yes. hard with the last name. Laura B slips right away. She's going down, and then we get some struggle from John. Right. He's a big dude. I, John's biggest mistake. I mean, he was going to win no matter what. Yeah. But why in the world would you take your shoes? Off. I thought it was smart, actually. No, because it's it's so much the shoe pressure. Gives you traction. Yeah, the, the, no, the, because the shoe like protects your feet. It's not painful. Oh, okay. Because like once it's there, it's just your foot is just right there with Numbed your sock. In the foot. Like you're, it'll it hurts. It was probably a last minute ditch effort. There's no way he's gonna make. You know, it he, I mean, how much do you think he weighs? Uh, he looks like a, a big guy, right? I, over two hundred. Right? I'd love to be in or two hundred. <laughs> you would have loved to have been the pole. Yeah, please. <laughs> I usually am. Side oh note. gosh! So the first person to to lose a challenge is John, and I and yeah. I wasn't surprised when we saw the preview last week. I'm in. A, I do Survivor fantasy leagues with my friends. I know you're a nerd. And every week we predict who who gets voted off, who comes back, all that sort of stuff. Hashtag nerd. Hashtag super fan. I predicted that Laura M would come back because when we saw that in the preview, that was the challenge. It's right. a no-brainer that Laura M is going to return. John is too big, and Laura M's tiny, and Rupert's right. wife is tiny too. But Laura you M also, just has that, you know, that laser focus. And Laura M is a badass. She's Let's a badass. Just point, this point blank. Yeah. But also, you also knew she was coming back because uh, the sound bites from Sierra saying that God, if my mom comes back in the game, yeah, it's, it's I'm worried about clue. her coming back into the game. Like yeah. there was, this was a very obvious yeah. episode. So even, be, even before we got, we went to Redemption Island, there was that Sierra moment, which was, you know, right away you knew that or probably her mom's coming back when she says, I don't want my mom to come back in the game. Correct. I kind of understand her saying right. that. Not be, we'll not specifically that minute, because like, that. I lived for Sierra in this episode. Sierra she, is amazing. I love her. On she's this great. It was great. And I love the contrast between the two. Oh, we'll, we'll get to the, the that. contrast between the two of them are amazing. So then John loses, you know, he falls off. He's just so bummed. You can see he is Wrecked. super bummed. I think if they ever do another fans versus favorites, John will be back. I, that's so funny. I, I was sitting with my boyfriend watching. I thought you were alone. I forgot. Well, sometimes I feel alone. <laughs> Oh, you <laughs> with your boyfriend? It was his birthday, so he was stealing all the. Attention. Oh, and you feel alone with I him? I feel alone. Oh, what a good boyfriend! I did make him a cake, though. That I don't bake. Did you pop out of it? Um, uh, something. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> no, I said he for sure is coming back. One hundred percent. He's got the looks. We he's will got see the John charm, again, and he has 
uh, the passion for the game, and that, that resonates with. And the he got j- kind of not gypped, but it seemed like he kind of got right. the the short end of the stick this time. So if there's another fanverse favorites or some theme where they bring people back, right? He not like an iconic theme, but right. but he will be. Candace back. isn't coming back. Candace is sure retired. She'll be supporting him, and he'll probably have a better shot without having Candace there. Hundred percent. So then Laura B falling down to the bottom. I give her so much credit. She's just hugging that thing as tight as she can. Laura M starts slipping. So it's kind of Laura M is slipping at the right, top. Laura B. Way at the top. Laura B she is at the bottom. Nowhere. Laura B falls. They're just super bummed out. Laura B and John and Laura B has her parting words and it's just she's endearing. Right. Saying like this made me a stronger woman. I came in here a, a, a timid, shy farm girl living in the shadow of Rupert and I'm going home the strongest woman I've ever been in my life. Right. It was so cute. Which that happens to everyone that does the show, for sure. Which is awesome. And that's, I think, what sometimes we miss seeing when we have the, all these returnees come back. Right. That part of the experience, the growth element of the experience is always there in the first season. But then when they come back multiple times, you don't get that anymore. It's kind of like, I'm here for a reason. I'm here to make money. I'm here right. to, to win the game. That's why like they should do like a follow-up, like Biggest Loser. Show them at their house and how it's changed their life. Like, ah. like, how much weight they've gained. They should do that online. CBS.com. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> how much weight they have gained. I love <laughs> so, that. On Biggest Loser, they show That's how much awesome. they've lost. When I, the live, the questions. when I left Survivor, I weighed 98 pounds. I now weigh 120. <laughs> Yeah, I can fit back in my jeans. <laughs> so Laura M, congratulations, Laura M, comes back from Redemption Island and... Doesn't take the clue. See, well, one, Sierra never cheered for her the entire time. Correct. Two, gets the clue. She was offered the clue to give to herself or anybody, burns it immediately. What'd you think of that? Um... I don't really know. I think I mean, it's a snooze. I think she already thought, well, of course it's a snooze, but I think she already knew that she had a huge target on her back yeah. just coming back. And yeah. She doesn't, but then you always think, I'm going to have a huge target anyway. Why don't I go for the I clue? I might as well. But it's even more of a target, I think, on her back. It's, I mean, Kat, I think, brought up a huge point last week when she was here that this season they're playing that, like, let's do the tribe mentality thing, right. like Big Brother a lot of times Whatever the does. house says. And it's totally taking effect, whereas the clue could have been, for Laura M, a way to form alliances. This is what I would have done. I would have, um, before, like, you know, walking around Redemption Island, found something that looked similar to the clue, like those leaves and rolled it up, yeah. and then did, like, the swap magician swap. Oh, and yeah! It into oh, the my fire. God! That would have been amazing! And then just went, it went like, oh, okay, really? And then had the clue. All right, so... Because bef- no one could... Because yeah. the cauldron thing, I love the that. Harry Potter cauldron's in the middle. Oh, my Everyone's God. Everyone's in the back, and you just go, you know... Well, if I ever get on Survivor, I'm practicing my sleight of hand magician tricks. That's a good one. That though, is right? a good because no one skill. would have suspected. Like, oh, here we go. And that she would just be amazing. Click. Amazing. I love that. Well, and what if? What do you think of if she would have taken it out and just read it to the whole group, like you know, and just kind of like screw you all? Now everybody has a target on their back because someone's going to go after it, and we're going to see who goes after it. I don't know. Just that, trying to be a little more creative. It's boring to me. That just could work it in too, the but fire. you have like ten seconds to think about. It, but you probably would have thought about it at redemption. Yeah, she has plenty of time to think about it. But I think I don't know. Yeah, I think Laura M does not play the best game, anyways. No. And, and so, talk about that, yeah. right? So she, it would not have been good for her to do anything with yeah, it. Trying to be too because she can't spin at all because she mm-hmm. over strategizes and panics yeah. too much mm-hmm. and so it would not have been good for her in yeah. someone else's hands 
say, Vetus or someone else, like, they would have been able to work it in a way that yeah. convinced the tribe. Yep. But Laura M's not convincing nobody of nothing. Yeah, so Laura M comes back, and it's the merge. Everybody merges. We have the survivor merge. And the breakdown going into the merge, we have three pairs. We have Aris and Vetus, Laura M and Sierra, and Tina and Katie. And then we have loved ones that are left in the game, Tyson, Jervis, Caleb, Hayden, and who's am I forgetting the fifth? That was all off the top of my memory. I'm forgetting the fifth. I don't remember. There's another I, I loved one out there. I wasn't paying attention to what you were saying. <laughs> Thanks. Great co-hosting. Is Caleb even playing this game anymore? Caleb is taking these. He was big in the beginning, and, and now he's getting to take the side. And one of our uh, Stevie, one of our Twitter followers who tweets us all the time, he even wrote like, "Oh my god, I forgot Caleb was even in the game." Right. <laughs> so they, you know, the classic Survivor merge. They all go back and they. They get the feast, and it's all, like, right away. It's so I'll, hot in here. It is really hot I'm in dying. here. We're pretending like we're on an island. It's pretty sweaty I in mean, here like, today. How hot? I noticed you that already took, too. You already took I'm your... Just, uh, I'm going to take my shirt off like we did last <laughs> week. Did you notice, speaking of heat, like, on this episode, everyone was, like, covered in sweat. Sweating. Constantly, like, yes. in a tribal. Like, it must mm-hmm. be, like, just blistering So we're there. mimicking Survivor here. Exactly. So we're if we t- look glowing and sweaty, it's we're doing We're doing Beakrums after Survivor. We're doing Survivor. There were so many conversations that started going down that I thought were really interesting and fascinating in the game. And I think going into this merge is a merge like we've never seen before because you have original tribes. You have you have swapped tribes. You have family lines. You have non-family lines. You have blood water. So there's so many more different elements than a t- typical merge right. where it's just like original tribes or and, swapped tribes. And lots of friends from, like, you know, Hayden friends. is friends with them who never even competed See, with them. See, I like, always all forget that. that. Extra part to it. I'm too. so oblivious and kind of. <laughs> I'm kind of naive that like Hayden. Did your is, fake eyelashes fall off? No, I sorry, I, the cord for my headphones. Okay, but I'm naive to the fact that Hayden is in the reality TV world and community, and he knows these people. I'm I'm so I keep forgetting that, and that is an advantage for Hayden. Um, I wonder if Hayden like Ru- likes Rupert. I don't know. I don't know. Just an I interesting d- thought it. out there. I mean, I don't know. When I see Hayden at these events, like he sort of hangs up like he probably his like pull... kind of people. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, um, random, random thought. Maybe some people understand why I threw that out there. Yeah. Um, so one of the things, so we have conversations going down between Aris and Vetus. Aris and Vetus are talking, or we get some confessionals, basically that they own the island. Yes. You know, and whenever you get people talking like that, you know they're leaving. Red flags. Right. So Aris was saying. I want to go with my original five, Monica, Tina, Jervis, and Tyson. Bring in Katie and Vetus. That's our seven. And then we are just going to coast to the end. We have seven in a tribe of 11. We have the majority. We have the alliance. Boom, we're good. Then you have Vetus saying, this is the first time in the game where I was a little turned off by Vetus. I was too. What? We were agreeing a lot we tonight. He was very cocky. Too much. And that was why... And I literally had just said... Uh, to Rob when I was watching, I was like, God, I just I really like Vetus. Like mm-hmm. he's like he's I, I love he's like, seems like a great guy. And then after he like says the thing, like nobody would have the courage to put one of yeah, us up there. Yeah. I'm just like he said, what? yeah, nobody would have the courage and the brains to go after me and Aris. Like these people are cra- crazy. 
It was the first time we got where Vetus is in a position where he feels he has a lot of power. Not, he's felt he has power before, but in the power position to the point where he got cocky about it. Right. When you get cocky on these shows in Survivor, that's the first point where you're going to get a blind side or something. Right. You also have to know if there's seven people, that only like saves you for, was it four yeah. weeks or something? Or four, a majority four of things. seven will never take you that right. far. And th- those those people do not want to be at the, the bottom three no. of whatever that group is not lasting. It's long. all about when you feel like you're at the bottom of the totem pole, you're going to make a move. That's and you can't the, trust anyone no. at any time. I think it, people get confused on Survivor because it is beautiful and you're in paradise and you can, they feel maybe relaxed sometimes. Mm-hmm. But you need to have that intensity the yeah. entire time and never get comfortable. Yeah. So, you know, we have those two and Vetus is saying that he is in the perfect position because he has all the old people, his old loved ones tribe he was connected to. He has the girls, the Tina and Monica and Katie, and he just feels like he's in the, the top of the world. The, the best position he and Aris are just going to sweep the show. And it's just kind of like, get ready because that's not going to happen. Right. You know, I this whole season I've been saying Aris and Vetus are going to go super far. Super, super far. I still think Vetus, I, I really believe Vetus is still going far in this game. But the best and I think some of the funnest conversations were between Ciara and her mom. I mean. Break it down. <laughs> well, it's just so funny because, you know, I I don't, I don't know. Because Laura, Laura, Laura M in like real life has a huge personality. and she So like, you've met her. Yeah. And, like, she is very, very, you know, a strong woman. I mean, look at how great she's at her age yep. doing these challenges. I mean, she's a kick-ass How old is woman. she? She's in her... I don't know. Exactly. 30s? I don't know. 40s? But I'm saying, know. like, she's obviously raised her daughter She's not to, in her 30s, right? She's got a kid. She's older yeah, than no, I'm just eight. complimenting her. She looks great. Right. She does look great. <laughs> but, I mean, obviously, she's still a mother, and she's, like, raised, like, a good... She's a grandmother. Sarah seems like a great, you know... Yeah. Oh, yeah, she is a grandmother. Mm-hmm. But... She's, like, pulling her aside and telling her to calm down, schooling her, pulling her away privately and telling her, this is what's going on. And my biggest issue is you, actually. Loved it. And, like, I need you to not say anything, do not strategize with anything, and is just basically schooling the returning player, her mother, on what to do and how to play the game. And she's exactly right, too. 100%. And I loved how she did it. She was basically, you know, sitting there like, I'm in an alliance with, with Hayden, Caleb, Tyson Jervis, and this is the plan. We're going after Aris, Mom. You are the one that is the the, the problem right now in this this scenario. Right. You need to listen because to me. Because we're the only we're uh, the pair, pair. And you need to listen to me because my alliance is with the people who have no loved ones left in the game. You returning puts me in a bad position. So you need to do what I say. It was fan. Fantastic. Right. And it was it was not even like an insecure kind of conversation. No. It was just like, this is it. This is what we're doing. Yeah. And you think Laura M, there would be a little like feeling bad that, she, that you know, Aris, you know, sort of screwed her over and got her on redemption in the first place. Yeah. You know, you think well, no, be, she's known they're not with Aris. That was the plan that's to go against saying. Aris. So say, that's what I, yeah. I, I meant to say. She yeah. was. That's who they're going for. That's yeah. the target. And so when she said that, Laura had been like, all right, let's get, let's get yeah. this guy back. But what I did love about Laura is she really, she just kind of was like, okay, and kind of, she took, took. She took it. She took it. <laughs> she took that read and she took it, you know, where some people would be like, oh, no, no. I, I, you know, I played the game before. Right. You need to listen do what to me. I want to do. And Laura M was just basically like, okay, I love my daughter. I love you. I trust you, baby. Let's do this. You right. know, she Laura didn't necessarily M, say that, but maybe Laura M is realizing she doesn't really have a social game at all. And this this example is one thing I think about Survivor. If we take the Sierra, it's and, much cooler in here now. It's thank you for turning the air on. Thank you, Stevie. Uh, I think Sierra and Laura M 
prove that at the core of who we are as people, you either have the game in you or sometimes you don't. Correct. Laura M. is the perfect example for me of someone who's played the game. She's playing it again. And there's just that part of her that doesn't have that social game right. that her she has daughter... everything else. She has everything else. But she's not a gamer. Where her daughter her is actually lacking in the challenge. Lack, it's the, together as one. Right. They're the, a perfect they're a perfect pair slash a perfect game player. Right. And that's where Ciara doesn't have the like, you know, the the puzzle skills and the the intensity in these challenges. But what she does bring is that social game that right. she gets the game, she reads people. And even on yeah. the loved ones tribe, Ciara was owning it. Right. You know, she was doing it in little bits and pieces. And we didn't talk about her a lot, but she was always Katie and I need to do this. Katie and I need to do that. This is what we need to do. We need to get in here. Brad's doing this. Sierra she has, she, plays the game. She has this uh, likability factor where she's on the tribe with all guys at mm-hmm. one point. She's the only girl, which means she's probably the easy target. Yep. But everyone has said repeatedly on the show how much they like her and yep. how she's like a great uh, uh, kid and everything. Do you know who stood out with me on this show a little bit too? Just because she swore a little bit was Katie. Oh, you like that? Oh my god, because she's just—I don't know. She's kind of like boring to me. Like she's she hasn't boring. really say anything. But sorry, when, Katie, she's kind of boring. Yeah, it's, but like I want that aggressive, like swearing truck driver side. She said bitch or something, but that just still made me happy. I was like, okay. They were. I think it was Aris. Aris said like, or someone said like, this is. I think it was Aris, and he went like, we're going to vote out Laura M. We're going to vote out Laura M. Right. We're going to vote out Laura M. And some for and he's uh, like, Sierra. They were breaking yeah. down how they were going to vote. And she said like, well, we'll stick into the plan, bitch, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I was like, work it out. Um, yeah, and and I think it's just fascinating. I think that with Sierra and Laura M, I I love them as a duo now, and I love I like getting to see them play the game together. And the difference between we have another mother daughter pair, Tina and her daughter Katie. The difference between that pair is I maybe it's what we're seeing, but to me, Tina Tina is just running the show with her daughter, and it's Katie will do whatever mom says. Right. Whereas Sierra is like, no, mom. I'm playing the game too. It might be my first time. Right. We're going to do this. Because you take the two daughters and you put them at the very end and then their argument on who is actually playing the game and yeah. who's a floater. Yeah. You know, big brother term. Um, it's clear yeah. who actually is playing the game. I mean, Sierra, if she goes further and she gets further and further and towards the end of the game, she's going to have a great case to win the game. Right. You know, and like you said, she was down and out. So many times she should have been voted off the original loved one tribe, didn't get voted off. It's almost like... She's not like Denise in a sense that like their strength, but in terms of being the the odd man out of different tribes and keep lasting in that sort of thing, you know, Sierra's gonna go far. Sierra's yeah. gonna go far. And the thing, I think the thing that's good about having her mom in the tribe and in the merged tribe and back in the game now is Laura M is gonna have that target on her over Sierra. I the think the time. entire time. Right. So she's got this built-in shield now with right. her mom, which I like. I like. Immunity challenge. Yes, the memory. Yeah. What did you think? I hate that. I hate it. <laughs> it's just a throw it's a throwaway challenge. So the challenge is everybody shows up for immunity. They Which st- I was playing it at home. I'm not very good at I it. I played though. it at home too. Hold on. Oh yeah, okay. So Rob Rob got everyone. He made it to the do, very end. Do you guys close your eyes and then say what they were? Or? Yeah. Alright. So the challenge is everybody lines up. Jeff shows symbols like a lantern, a cannon, a compass. And he shows like six in a row, seven in a row, and then you have to memorize it as he shows them and then repeat it back one at a time. And when you get one wrong, you're eliminated from the challenge. So within the first sequence he does, more than half the people get eliminated. I played it at home. I was terrible. I was awful. I tried doing like 
you know, sentences to remember, like compass C, you know, and then lantern L, can Lucy, and then canon C, can Lucy cradle, you know, like trying to make sentences. I was terrible. (laughs) I was so bad. It's harder than it looks. It is. But for TV, it's boring to watch. Yeah, it's just not very exciting. It is, though. The one thing I do like about it is it's an immunity challenge that is testing a different skill. You know, we have all these endurance, strength, puzzle challenges. This one really is a mental challenge. Right. This has nothing to do if you're male, female. It it evens the playing field, however. It completely evens the playing field. But it just doesn't read on TV at all. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you typically at the the merge challenge, we usually get one of those endurance challenges or holding your hand up above a bucket of water. And when it drops, the water spills on you. And it's really like, how bad do you want it at the merge? And, you know, proving your worth in this merge tribe. And are you going to come off for food and all that sort of stuff? We'll probably see that eventually. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, it was kind of a lackluster merge challenge. And it did come down to two uh blood duos it came down to laura m and sierra and it came down to aris and vetus and then laura m was out jervis was in there somewhere oh jervis yeah yeah jervis sorry jervis forgot about you uh it came down to jervis and the boys so the the girl it was those four and then jervis so the girls got out i love it when the two guys compete with each other so jervis and get out and then it was again the brothers head to head and honestly this, I think, just even makes more of a reason for them to get rid of the brothers. Well, I think it also goes against, you know, the 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 drug talk that we hear. How drug? This is your egg. This is your head. Your brain on drugs mm-hmm. because his brain is working very well. So I I, I want to see the receipts that drugs are bad for your brain. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, where are you going with this? I was so confused and just saying yes. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> no, because drugs has, are good for you. He has his wits about him. So so pass yeah. the crack pipe. Vetus versus Aris. Vetus versus Aris. Again, we have the brother duo matchup, and and I think. If you put yourself in the position of everybody else who's watching the two of them go at it again together, it's kind of like, these two, they're unstoppable. We got to break them up. You know, it's kind of just putting more of a target on their back to right. to make sure that those two don't stay in the game, you know, as long. But then Vetus did win, and then we get another cocky Vetus moment. Right. So Vetus won, and then he gets the first thing we get from him when he comes back to the camp and tribe is... You know, usually I only want to win immunity when I need to. I didn't need immunity tonight. I didn't need to win this, but I wanted to beat Aris. It's just so... Rub me the wrong way, too. I don't ah, like it. But, fetus! Fetus! But what That's I did... Nickname. Fetus. But what, what I did... Doing? What I did like about it is Aris, every time he, like, looked at his brother, like, you could... He didn't look, um, like, any sort of jealousy or anything with mm-hmm. him. He looked like he, like, was, like, so proud of him. That yeah. was, like, the look. So I, like, appreciated that. I get the sense that those two, like, even before the tribes merged, they both individually in their confessionals were, you know, I can't wait to get to Vetus. I can't wait to get to Aris to play the game with my brother. And then when they got together, it's all about us getting to the end. I truly sense that, you know, with all the history they even have and right. all that kind of competition, they really went into it. Let's do this together. You know, I agree. I don't think my brother and I would do that. No, your brother. Hates, your brother <laughs> no, he hates hate it. We would. We would battle it out. I'd be like, he, "Can I get on? Can I get on the voting Tommy bandwagon?" He hates you. <laughs> no, he does not hate me. He wouldn't even vote We're for you. We're just the super win the competitive. Dollars. He hates you. He <laughs> does not hate me. Be, You've never even met him. He'd vote for Katie. He's your twin, so I yes. have met him basically. No. So uh, yeah. So then we get back to camp, and then you know, just the scrambling of. Of who we're going to put off. Now, one of the biggest moments of the night, I can't remember, was it 
after immunity or before immunity was Tyson and, and Monica, Monica after after immunity. Right. Tyson and Monica do a nighttime. Let's have nobody see us, listen to us. I'm having flashbacks of. Was it nighttime? Yeah, it was at night. Oh, okay. I'm having flashbacks of. Do you remember in Sandra's original season on Pearl Islands when she dragged? Um, yes. You know, you know, you're like, so it's, it's, I'm just having flashbacks of when she dragged Lil into the bushes to and overheard Burton and Johnny Fairplay um, talking. And then like that really was like at night they overheard them making alliances and right. stuff. And sorry, flashbacks, survivor Keep flashbacks. Going. So Monica and Tyson <laughs> are having this nighttime talk. And basically Tyson is spilling the beans to Monica. What the plan what is. What the basically. plan is. And Monica is spilling the beans what happened at camp. Right. So Monica tells Tyson, listen to what Tina told me. Tina told me that, you know, Monica, I respect your loyalty. We'll put you at number five. And Monica was saying, I did not come here to be number five. And Tyson is basically saying, well, this is perfect because we want Aris out. We have the numbers. We want you in on it. We want Aris out. Right. But there were some problems with this conversation. Correct. And the problems is Tyson's delivery. And this mm-hmm. drove me crazy about it, too. I don't understand how you're on this game. If someone asks you a point blank question, yes. why you can't lie to them with yeah. conviction. Like, so what did, what did point... Monica specifically ask? She was like, what did she ask? She just wanted to be reassured. Yes, yes I am 100% with yeah. you. We are together. Because you're so... Cause she, insic- she was inquiring, like, where am I in your plan? Right. Because basically she's just spilled the tea that yes. she is insecure about Tina and being in that group and yep. where she's at. So what's the first thing you do? She's insecure. You make her feel secure. 100%. 100% secure. But, like, people just hold back. And it's what? a game of lying and Why? everything else. And also, she might be your yeah. your person. Because in the end... You don't know yet. People might be annoyed of Monica. Bring her to the end. Right. So And you tell everyone the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's just the weirdest thing why he didn't just have that conviction, but he yeah. held back a little bit. And um, Eden, there was a confessional from Monica saying, you know, I'd be 100% on board with this Tyson plan. I'm not sure because he didn't 100% convince me I was a, t- a priority right. for him. And which that was the good thing about Kim Spradden is that whenever she would talk to someone, they a hundred percent believed her. Look me like in the she eye. would say, I'm going to the end with you. You're my number one. Right. She yeah. would say that to everybody in her group. Yeah. And it never got sometimes it does get around mm-hmm. or whatever, but like she kept it contained. Yeah. And you know, Tyson's just kind of I don't know. And and so even in that conversation, more things in that conversation, M- Monica was really worried about Jervis. Would Jervis turn on Aris? And I think what that stems from that we're not getting from that I think I've read about and I've heard some contestants who have been guests on here say is out of the game, Jervis and Aris are really tight and buddies. Right. And I've heard that too, but I've also heard from the other contestants that early on in the game, even Colton said it when he was on the show, that they were trying – that Tyson wanted – Aris gone a long time mm-hmm. before. Like, that mm-hmm. was a big move to get rid of and, him. And Jervis even said, like, that his one of his big moves would be to go after t- to Aris. Right. You know? Let's just break this down, too. I mean, you go on the show with your best friend. At the end of the day, one person's honestly, gonna win. Honestly, I'm telling you, I mean, I run, I have a company where I run reality games for people, and I run versions of Survivor Big Brother, and you have to do it. I swear to God, it's a weekend version. I'm you, ready. You feel like you're in the game. Time and time again, history shows you have more to trust in your enemy than you do in your best friend. Right. And even in the 48 Laws of Power, it's a book that I've read, and it's an amazing book for anybody who ever wants to go on a reality show. I've never been on one, but I can tell you it's an amazing book to read. <laughs> the 48 Laws of Power, it's trust your enemies more than you trust your friends. Right. You have more to gain by trusting an enemy than a friend, your best friend. And it, it's, it goes to show with Jervis and Aris. Right. It's like the perfect example of your friends will backstab you sooner because 
because you'll probably forgive them, you know, in the long right. run. The only thing that where it could maybe come into play is <laughs> yeah. is like if you wanted to wait just a little bit longer to make sure that ours was on the jury because maybe you would get his jury vote. I mean, and we don't even. I'm when we get to the is there is there Redemption Island again? Like they didn't tell us. They yeah, didn't, the, he. He went to Redemption. I know. Ah! I know. Redemption Island after the merge needs to go away. I thought it was going to go away. I did too. He, remember he went to Redemption. I know, but I was confused because it didn't say anything. He's building a fire. I don't know. Well, Pissed if he's building... Off. He said he was going to Redemption Island. I mean, he, Jeff, he was, Jeff didn't say, like, you're the first member of the jury. No, he did not. So, one of the other things... So then how does uh, that work? If I mean, they all, we'll, we'll, That's going to be confu- no, confused. Uh, it's, it happened in Boston Rob's season, the season he won. Where they had Redemption Island, Matt came back from Redemption Island, and then he went back to Redemption Island. And then they all played until, like, the final, final week episode. And there were, like, usually there's four people left in the game. And that season, there were, like, eight people left in the game because four of them were on Redemption Island. And And four of them were in the game. They'd go to jury, and then they'd come back and Yeah, and then Andrea came back into the game, and then the other ones, it was all in, like, the last week of the show. It was, like, crazy. It's a lot going on. Yeah, it was, like, eight people left in the final week when usually it's, like, down to final four. Right. Uh, Usually five now. Um so, you know, with the Jervis thing, and Tyson is saying Jervis is 100% on board because Jervin, we got the coconut bandits. Jervis and Tyson are all about each other this season. They're a great alliance. They're a good alliance. Right. And, you know, that's the plan. Tyson's big plan is to mastermind Aris King or Sir Aris's takedown. We even see a moment where they're getting big pieces of brick. We did see Caleb doing that. Jervis, Caleb, and Tyson. And there was some moment where there's like, right. Sir Aris. Another Tyson moment we have to talk about is Tyson found the hidden immunity idol. Yes. Which, lame. <laughs> you think that's lame? I just think it was... Uh... It was in a stupid spot. Well, I just, I don't know how you just, like, go up to that random thing and have that, I don't know, it just seemed pretty obvious to did me. You, like, they just want, did it I seem think, fishy I, to you? Well, no, because it's, there, there's no fishy going on, but I just feel. They want someone to find the idol. Right, they want someone to use, make it more exciting. You can't have yeah. Survivor without yeah. idols, it's dumb. Yeah, I think, so the idol, there was this, I mean, clearly whenever you're looking for an idol, you look at camp under things, or you look at the big trees that are iconic trees or whatever. So Tyson found the tree that looked like the most obvious tree where the idol would be. He searched right. around it and then he found it on the ground. Right. And I do give him credit. It really does seem like nobody has a clue he has the idol. They don't. Like nobody has a clue he has the idol. And and this episode is the first episode of the season. All season, you know, Tyson has been in a good position, but I'm always kind of just like, oh, Tyson, he'll get voted off. He'll make a stupid move and, you know, that sort of thing. Tyson did a, he's done a fantastic job this week. So far. This week. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Um, but. I'm not the biggest fan, but whatever. Yeah, he's, I think honestly too with Tyson, we, this is his third time playing. It's the same Tyson. Right. I'm just, I'm not, we want to not see, against him. I'm not right. rooting for him. It's, it's just, just kind of, it is what it is. It's seeing what I've seen before. So as a viewer, it's not the most exciting thing. Right. You know, he has had bad luck the last, he basically voted himself off in Heroes versus Villains. So, right. you know, it's kind of just like, okay, Tyson has the idol. Let's see if he uses it. Let's see how he uses it and what might go down and, and that sort of thing. Right. Let's see something exciting, Tyson. You know? So going into Tribal, it's it's kind of a debate on what's going to happen. Is it going to be like – is it going to – Laura Moret was Aris's target. So Aris is trying to get, you know, all the, the – Tina, Katie, Vetus, Aris, Jervis, Tyson, and that alliance of seven to go after Laura Moret. 
and you know under undermining them is is Tyson and and we don't really get to see a lot of Tyson doing his dirty work we right. basically how it was portrayed was we get Tyson dropping the we're still going with the plan to the boys and then boom let's go to tribal council so we go to tribal council and um 11 people at tribal council six of them are blood three pairs of blood six guys five girls five loved ones six pairs so you know, Jeff, a lot of the conversation at Tribal was, how is this going to break down? There have been so many layers. Is it going to be the six pairs versus the loved ones? Is it going to be the, you know, boys versus girls? How is it going to be? Did anything stick out to you, Tribal? No. I'm not, trying not to that, think, like, what stuck out or didn't stick out to me. No, it, I mean, it was basically just what you said. You just sort of went around and said, oh, you, you could break down in a number of different ways. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, they said, well, it... It actually just breaks down to who you just trust in this game. Yeah. I think it was Jervis who said yeah, that. Yeah, I think it was, honestly, I think what stuck out to me was Jervis. And Jervis was saying that, you know, the, uh, basically I'm paraphrasing, but it comes to the point in the game where you need to make the moves you need to make. And it, it ultimately comes down to trust versus whether you have a loved one here, whether you have a friend here, right. or whether you have... Uh, that's what someone, it should be anyway. Is yeah. Like, oh, it, I, the six guys, let's vote out the girls. And like, that's what even we talked about in the beginning of the season, how in this season there was a lot of talk about pre-alliances going into the season. Right. And how, you know, Candace and John came in at a disadvantage because they were flown in last minute and there were all these pre-alliances and did that put them at a disadvantage? Candace got voted off first. And I think ultimately on Survivor, what I love about it is you could go into a game with a plan, you can go in with a pre-alliance, but it's going to shake up so different. Right. And I even think a perfect example of that is Katie and Ciara. Katie and Ciara were in it through thick and thin together uh, going, you know, into the, the first half of this part of the game. And then last night, we they weren't together. You know, Katie went with her mom and Ciara went with the new alliance she created with the swap. Right. So it's fun to actually see a swap alliance being the main alliance and surviving because usually after a swap people go back to their original tribes right and typically history shows in survivor come emerge that people always go back to their original tribes right. so we kind of defied history a little bit last night a little bit. and it's fun because i've talked about this with my friends so many times that it's original tribes determines so much in a survivor game but here the swap tribe really owned it last night yeah it was the swap alliance with laura moret coming back from redemption island that was what turned out to be the alliance on top and they completely blindsided aris right did you think i i thought aris was blindsided i mean clearly no of course that whole alliance was blindsided everyone i mean you could see on tina's face too like she was just like I'm in trouble. And, and for some reason, I went into that tribal thinking, there's no way Aris is going to go home. I just feel like Aris and Vetus are untouchable. It was so obvious to me that Aris is going home. I Aww. mean, just it was just so... Like, <laughs> Am I being dumb? We're so, no, because they were just like, we're so powerful. I know. We're they blah, set blah, it blah, up. Blah. Yeah, it was just... But I just still thought, I don't know why, I just still thought like Aris is still going to stay in this game and... And well, he's on redemption, and that's the thing too. Like I just when I saw him building that fire, I was like, "Hold on a minute, <laughs> wait a minute." There's Redemption Island again. No, be done with Redemption Island. It's so funny when I I don't know if it was uh, when we went to the finale together. Maybe in a couple seasons ago, went to the finale, and Jeff asked the audience, "He's like, how many of you guys like? Redemption? No one likes it. No one likes Redemption. No one likes it. But they still bring it back. I think I think it's a way for the producers to kind of control the game a little bit. How so? Well, because for instance, they obviously wanted a female to come back. I think that with that the, challenge, with that challenge, I mean, they, you, they could whip whatever, put whatever challenge they want. You know, I'm sure the rules probably state you, there has to be a challenge and everyone has to have a fair shot. But that challenge is 
clearly aimed towards Women. a female competitor coming back. And they knew, I mean, if as it wouldn't take rocket science, all of us knew who was going to come I don't come know, back. because I would have thought that the producers want John to come back. I don't know. I or just, do you think that, I think because they do you think all, the they, audience they view of John is maybe they didn't anticipate it? Correct. I think that. And I also, they know the chatter that's going on and how Laura M coming back would really affect the yeah. game. So, like, because they all know what's going on. Yeah. I mean, this is just, you know, theories yeah, and such. Yeah, that's but what we're here to I do. Come think, up but, with theories. But Redemption Island, I think, does give a little bit more control mm-hmm. to the producers because then you, you, you're voted out, but you may not necessarily be voted well, out. Well, and it also gives. It's still a chance. Yeah. And what it is, too, is it keeps more players in the game longer. Like, right. like that, like we were talking about. Especially the, on one where favorites are returning, where people may yeah. want to see them more and they can get if something turns out in I mean they've shown a lot of Redemption Island this season more than other seasons and, and that's like I'm, like for instance sorry but you know when Ozzy yeah. was on Redemption Island yeah. they, they would show him staying on a tree for 10 seconds and that but would that's be it the perfect time I mean, but that they, would kind of be it they wouldn't they didn't really have that much of a story because there was nothing really going on because yeah. also everyone would just wasn't everyone going home every week it wasn't like a bunch of people staying there with with Ozzy yeah it was well, there were two at, at three, three at a time but it, it is it's kind of just like when I saw RS go build that fire and I was like wait a minute is redemption is it not i was just kind of bummed out because i'm sick of redemption Island coming after the merge right and it, it's kind of we're gonna get down to the final five or four and then someone comes back in the game again and this season though we might see it actually make a difference right. where when andrea came back in the game for boston rob season andrea went to ashley and i can't even remember that football player who had the dreads i can't remember half those people's names because they were basically just pawns for boston rob right but she went to them oh, uh, um, natalie natalie and ashley she went to the girls and she basically said boston rob is going to win this game do you want a shot to win we need to get boston rob out let's vote andrea right out you know and it was like redemption island history even they said at a tribal council history shows coming from redemption island you go right out yeah, you're gone and so this time around we could see a redemption play that role where it actually makes a difference i mean there's so many I'm possibilities sick i'm I sick mean, of redemption island this is almost an impossible game to try to guess who's gonna win i know i'm loving this season because of that i like it um so looks yeah, like, so next week we saw the previews. It looks like there's uh, Tina goes back. And there's the, the, it's going to open up great because it's it's all in the black and white night vision thing again. Tina. Tina says you what? First, you're going to lose five jury votes yep. right here for what happened last night. Yeah, and I bet she's <laughs> saying that to Monica. Right. And, and and Monica's like, well, you're going next week before the jury, so <laughs> <laughs> you're going next. Well, you know, here's the thing. Honestly, I would defend Monica here. If Tina says that to Monica next week and says, you you will never win this game, you know, da, 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 you're going to lose five votes, my, all Monica really has to say is, well, if I get to the final two this route, I have the chance to get votes, but with your route, Tina, I would have never even been fighting for those right. votes. So when you told I, me, Tina, that you I was fifth in your alliance, that was the dumbest move ever. Right. Dumb. Sorry, Tina. I love Tina. I love Tina, too. That was a dumb move. Right. But, I don't know, Tina seems a little entitled. You don't need to be that entitled. You're, you're, it's just because this is a whole new game. Anyone can do whatever the even, hell they well, want. Well, even Tina at one point said, like, I see a clear path. I see this is this is all working out great. She was getting a little cocky, too, you know? Right. And and I do still think Tina will have a shot to keep bounce. She might bounce back. I think there's going to be a lot of switch-ups in this this thing. I don't know. I think if you go back to camp right afterward and start reading people. We'll see. See you later. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but I, I, it's going to be interesting. Fireworks next week, I like it. I, I think Vetus not having Aris, I still think Vetus is going to go really far. Right. I still it's can actually see good him. for him. It's no. better that Aris is not in the game. I still, Vetus is still my pick to win this season. Right. Um, so what are you, any predictions for, uh, next week? It, what's, who's going to go? Oh my lord. Now. 
I don't really, I don't even know. It's, I know. I mean, I, if I was them, I would get rid of Tina next. You think so? I, because in my opinion, everyone respects Tina so much. A, because she won, but just because she's an older, very assertive, strong female. Yeah. And so she has a way of convincing people and just demanding respect in general. I know that from just meeting her and stuff. So I think you got to get rid of her huh. before she starts switching things around again. Wow. You can't underestimate. That's a good point. I could see them dumping Laura M and not needing her and anymore. And get her away from jury. Mm-hmm. Get the the people who have the loudest mouths and most opinions, get them out before they're jury members. And we don't even know when the jury's going to be And we don't even know how that's even going to work. Yeah, so who knows? It'll be interesting. So, yeah, we, we shall see. We, we shall, shall see. see. So I will not be here the next three weeks. It's going to be you and Jerry. I am traveling. I'm going to Southeast Asia. I wish it were a, uh, a cover for Survivor. He's going on an amazing race. They leave, <laughs> yeah, on, right. they leave on Monday. Do they? Uh-huh. Oh, I know. I'll tell you the cast after this. Oh one. my God, you don't know it. Well, thank you yes, guys so I much, do. Ryan. Where can people find you? Uh, Ryan A. Carrillo on Twitter and Instagram, and my Instagram is very scandalous. Rated R. Come <gasps> check it out. Uh, you can find me at Justin F. Walter on Twitter and Facebook.com/slash Justin Walter Host. What? Yeah. No one goes on that one. Well, they can like it, and then they can see my no one, pictures from Southeast no Asia. No one likes a Facebook page to like. Aww. Everyone wants to chat, get crazy, send videos. You can chat me. Uh, <laughs> Justin F. Walter on Twitter. Thank you guys so much. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.